What's up, everybody? This is Andrew May. This is the Allegory and Elm podcast. I'm here with my co-host, Katie May. What's up? We are here today to talk about control. We are here to shoot the shit and be real. That sounds like something I ran to. <laughs> Let's go. You boys. Let's you boys, go. You boys low vibe today. We're pushing through, son. You ever show up for yourself and you're like, or, or show up for the day and you're like, hey, I'm going to push through and you try pushing through and you're like, I just, I just don't have it today. Yeah. Every now and then. Yes. Yeah. One of those days, but yeah, here we are. So control, we wanted to talk about this. It came up last week in the episode and it was something that I've, I felt like we could really take off with because Katie had mentioned that so many of her clients and folks that she works with, that's one of the biggest things that they have talked about in 2020 is that lack of control and feeling like they want to get control of their life back. And there's been so many things outside of our control this year with everything from COVID to the election to you name it. So many things that are just, we don't have control of. And so we wanted to talk about you know, control as an illusion and what, you know, some techniques and things we can use to handle what we can control. And then actually the secret to control, and we'll get to that towards the end. So stick around for that. And this would be a good time to point out. I don't know if y'all listen to the whole episode, but if you really dig this episode today, make sure to share it with someone. Hit the three dots in the app and hit share and just share this episode with someone you think it would really resonate with. And Merry fucking Christmas, y'all. It's like two days away. So ho, 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 bitches. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was, I'm probably still going to start off the episode with suck brick, kid. <laughs> well, Home Alone 2 action. My favorite Christmas movie. I don't even know if it's really considered a Christmas movie, but. Totally a Christmas movie. What's yours? Um, I think Elf, even though I fell asleep watching it this year. I'm really bad about that. Katie falls asleep during every movie hey, that I we watch. I didn't fall asleep during The Grinch. Cool. That's also a, a great holiday classic. There's so many. But yeah. yeah, when I asked people what their favorite holiday movies were, because I wanted to see that Home Alone is hands down. like Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. Um, no, it was mainly Home Alone, but I think people mean like Home Alone, the series. The, the one and two. Okay. Because two is far superior in my mind. The talk boy, my favorite Christmas gift, Christmas gift ever. That yeah, I got. Plus he's in New York. It's yeah. It's like every kid's dream. Yeah. Go on your own vacation. Yeah. It's cooler than being home alone. Yeah. So, All right. Here we go. Control. So yeah, I want to talk about control in the sense of like, it is very much an illusion that we have control of anything. Really. We think we do, but you know, at any point there could be an asteroid that just comes and knocks us off the face of the earth and we're done. And so like everything we were building towards is just gone in a snap and we have zero control of that. We have zero control of the fact that a deadly virus and a pandemic has hit the entire world. What we do have control over though is, you know, not to get political in any way, but like what we contribute to that. So those are our circumstances. A lot of times we don't control the circumstances, but we can control how we react to them. 
And so for me, I, I feel like it's responsible to wear a mask in certain circumstances, especially when you're around elderly people. When you go to the grocery store, we don't want you breathing your nasty ass breath all over the produce. I, like those things seem like a dub bitch kind of thing. But a lot of people, I think, just don't want their freedoms infringed upon. It's that it is a sense of control is you're not going to control me. I'm going to control myself and I, you're not going to make me do what you say. I'm going to do what I say I want to do. Well, it's like I was talking to someone yesterday and it's like, well, there's laws about wearing seatbelts and most of the time you comply with that because it's safe to do. Yeah. <laughs> like how is, you know, mask wearing any different if, if the, research and or medical professionals that you trust with your life, if you do get sick are saying, this is actually a really good way to prevent this. Like, why is it any different? I don't know. There's so many arguments going around, but I think the long and short of it is it's, I think sometimes people try to control things because they, their perspective is it's, it's black and white. It's right and wrong. It's, you know, there's, there's matter of fact statements that, you know, they want to hang their hat on. And I think the reality is in my experience, I've found very little to be black and white in this world. Most of it is pretty gray. Yeah. And so there is no like right or wrong with mask wearing. It's just, do you want to choose to have the greatest good in mind? Or are you just wanting to focus on what feels good for you? I mean, take your pick. Yeah. Uh, that's a, that's a one take on it. And I guess there's other examples for what can you control? So you can't control the fact that you, you know, that certain things are closed and maybe gyms are closed in your area. So what can you do with that? You can become a victim in a lot of these circumstances and claim victimhood. You know, most people aren't like, Oh man, I'm such a victim, but we do say things and we roll our eyes and we, treat situations like they're just out of our hands. So we're just going to give up or we're just going to, you know, go off the deep end. So what you can control whenever the gym closes is you can do workouts within your home. You can, Katie talks all the time about moving your body. You can go out for a walk. Once it gets cold, bundle up, you know, don't allow yourself excuses of, man, it's too cold today. Just bundle up more or do a workout inside. If you get bored with the, you know, insanity T25, those types of videos, find something that works for you. There's so many things on YouTube where there's yoga, there's oh my gosh, fitness been, stuff. I've found this dance lady on YouTube. It's called EMK Fit, MK Fit. She's hilarious and she does all these like just it's like a hit dance workout, but it's I don't know, she's she's just funny. So it's like when you don't allow yourself to expand opportunities, I think you limit yourself on exploring something new that actually might work well for you and might, or maybe it's a season that you do a certain thing and then you get back to, you know, whatever it was once things even out. I don't know, but I think so often we limit ourselves from the possibilities because we, we say, well, I don't know how to work out at home or I only can work out at the gym or I can only do this certain class it's like, why? Why? Yeah. We get so stuck in our ways of this is how we've always done it. So this is how we're going to do it. And I think you just have to break those molds and try something new. 
you know, maybe try something with your partner that's new. I, I was reluctant to do yoga for the longest time because it just felt very female. It just didn't feel very masculine to me or very, I'm a cardio bunny. I love doing cardio shit and yoga is so such a slow form of exercise. And I just feel like if I'm not burning mad calories, like what is the point of doing this? But I realized over time that the yoga is about mental health. It's about mindfulness. It's about stretching. It's about kind of taking care of your body. If if you've been beating your body down with hard, intense cardio or, you know, really heavy lifting or whatever, yoga can be a great thing to just kind of reset your mind and reset your body and, and heal your body in a way. Yeah. I mean, I think so many times when we're trying to control things, whether that's with our, you know, health habits or our relationships or the eggs in the refrigerator or (laughs) stay the fuck away from my eggs. I think we, we limit ourselves in trying to really like hone in on like, it has to be this way and it has to look this way. And, you know, you can't go outside these lines. Like we really stifle our ability to be creative and to, and I I think too, like I see it in our kids, like they don't have any problem, like trying something new and being creative and try, you know, making a million snowflakes and not judging like, Oh, that one's a little bit off. Oh, that's a little bit weird. You know, they just do, they, they enjoy the process of creating. And I think as we get older, we kind of forget like it's really more about the process than about a certain outcome or having things go a certain way, because who do you talk to in life that says, Oh yeah, everything's always gone the way I wanted it to. Yeah. No one. Yeah. I think some of the best creations come out of a creative collaborative team. So if you have a cool idea, you can make that happen. But if you're able to share your idea and get others to get around that idea and come up with different ways, I think that's why movies are so amazing. Video games are so incredible because you look at the the list at the very end and it's just crazy how many people worked on that one specific thing. It might've been a couple people's vision, but if you're a control freak and you're just controlling every aspect of how that goes, I don't think your product or your creation is going to turn out as well as if you're able to kind of release control and allow others to have their input and their own say and their own voice. Yeah. And you, you read to me a, a quote about kind of releasing control or surrendering control. And I wondered if you could either recall that or read that. Yeah. So it came in an email this morning, actually through the daily home, which is like a content producer and they have classes and things, but yeah, it was all about control. And the, the quote at the beginning of the article said the answer to control is practicing surrender. Hmm. And you know, for me, it just kind of hit me like, oh, wow. Like what we actually think we need a lot of times, really, we need the opposite. I think if, especially if you're feeling resistance or like you're forcing something, I think it's, it's a good indicator that you might need to take a step back and be like, okay, actually what, I don't need to keep forcing this. I don't need to keep making this happen because it, it, 
what I'm learning too is like, it shouldn't feel icky. <laughs> like life shouldn't feel icky. It shouldn't feel like high pressure all the time, hustle all the time. Like it shouldn't feel that way. And so if you're finding yourself in that space, it means likely that you're trying to force things that it's just not time to unfold. And so how can you take a step back? I mean, I've been getting this message for a couple of months now of, you know, slow down, like sink inward. You don't have to push things out. You don't have to force things out, let things flow naturally and, and be willing to, I think we talked about this earlier in this year, like be willing to pivot, Mm -hmm. you know, you start out with one idea and then you realize like, Oh, actually it's going this way. You know, it's not what I initially thought. And a lot of times what we do when that happens is we resist it and we're like, no, I know this is the right way. I know this is the way I'm supposed to do it. Instead of being like, Oh, maybe there is like a whole world of options, you know, or maybe this isn't the direct right way I need to go. Maybe I need to go this way. And I think we resist that. And when we resist things in life, I think that's when we actually feel so off balance that we create some of our own suffering mm-hmm. because we're for, we're fighting the flow instead of just going with the flow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's making me kind of just think of a river. And a lot of times it's, if you're fighting against the current, it's really difficult. Whereas if you just kind of like let go and release, you can kind of go with the flow down the river. It's a very simple kind of elementary understanding of it, but I think a pretty powerful way to illustrate the point that we're trying to get across, which is in order to gain the control you seek, you have to actually release control. Mm. You have to release control of the things that maybe it's your kid and your kid is acting a certain way and you dislike it strongly and you want to change the way they are or change who they are. That is a form of control and you have no control over another human being. Even your child. Yeah, you can try, but it's not going to work very well. And so I, I think we have to get to a place to where we, release control. And I think there's some role for grace there too. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of times when, when we also say we want control, what I'm learning actually is there's a space for us to have more grace and compassion for ourselves. Yeah. I like that. So yes, we have to have grace for ourselves and for others. And this past week has really put us through the paces. So I'm going to just keep it real here for a minute. This episode was recorded on a Thursday. We record our episodes on Thursday and this is Andrew, just Andrew solo coming Wednesday, the following Wednesday when we actually put the episode out. And the reason that is, is we recorded about 45 to 50 minutes and the episode slowly devolved. And this is kind of a look behind the curtain, but I think Katie and I had some other just issues going on and they crept up in the episode and we even got to a point where we just started arguing and it wasn't, it wasn't good radio. It was not good to listen to. And so, uh, I mean, it may have been beneficial to some to just hear a couple 
actually hashing out some real shit, but a lot of what we realized was that we were both trying to control our circumstances. This year has felt so out of control. This last week, these last couple of weeks of this year has felt really out of control. And uh, here's just a small snippet of what ended up happening. We might need to go back to therapy. <laughs> yeah, probably. What's up? I don't know, dude. What What's really going on? And there you have it. So I'll spare you the rest. But essentially, you know, we were just. We were trying to talk about things and we were talking around things and just getting under each other's skin and, you know, we made the decision ultimately to just scrap the episode, but I woke up this morning and felt like there was some good stuff there and it was salvageable. And we actually learned a ton more in the week that would follow about control. And, you know, I had six photo shoots set over the course of a week over this Christmas week and uh, we were needing a lot of help. So we were going to have, you know, someone help us with taking care of the kids for that time. But there was, you know, some COVID scares and things with that. So we weren't able to do that and we had to keep our kids home with us and with all the craziness that was going on. And, you know, you can just play the victim and, you know, act like the world is out to get you or you can just pivot. And I know we say that a lot and maybe that word is annoying to some people, but you have to be willing to change the direction that you're going in and adapt to what's going on and adjust. And so we had to do that. And there was a few more Christmas movies for the kids in store because we just had to do what we had to do to survive. And I think the thing that it taught me about control was that, you know, we alluded to it earlier in the episode that control is an illusion. You think you have control and then you realize that you don't have a whole lot of control over that, but you can focus on what you can control. And so I think service is a really good solution to feeling out of control. And so in a time where you're really struggling with yourself or you're so wrapped up in yourself or you're just seeking control, I think if you are able to find a way to serve someone else, whether it be a family member, spouse, uh, friend, I think that doing an act of kindness or an act of service for someone else really will benefit you and help you to get out of your own head and maybe somewhat out of your own way. With control, a lot of times we are getting in our own way and not allowing things to play out as they might. Uh, We just want our resolution. And I think a lot of times we have a lot of our value. We wrap our value in the result that we're going to get. We wrap our, our self value in how things are going to turn out. And if they don't turn out the way that we want, 
we try to control them to force them to turn out the way that we want. So it, it doesn't mean failure for us or it, it means success for us. And that's not always the case. So, you know, I think that taking the focus off of ourselves and focusing on others allows you to feel more at peace and more aligned and more as though you are important in this world because you're doing a kind deed because you're helping someone out. And so that's something I've learned this week is doing random acts of kindness and doing things, serving others is so beneficial as just a normal practice to have in your life. But it's also really important whenever you're so inward focused and wanting to control everything. So that's really all that we have this week. We want everyone to have happy holidays, Merry Christmas, all the different things. And we've got one more episode and the episode that we're going to do next is it doesn't get any easier. So that's how we're going to close out the year. You know, uh, a lot of times we think that the next year things are going to get easier. 2021 is going to be an easier year. And we're not here to bum everyone out, but you know, we've realized over the course of this last seven years that we kind of said that to ourselves each year, like, well, next year it's going to be easier. Next year is going to be better. And there's strategies to make that year better, but we also don't want to just put our hope in a year or put our hope in something that isn't going to fulfill or sustain us. So that's one that we're stoked to talk about. Check back in next week. And we wanted to keep this one short. Actually, we didn't. We had it long. And um, man, I don't think we'll ever release that weirdness that the episode devolved into. But we want you to understand that we're imperfect people and that we, we fight too, even in the middle of a podcast. Shit got weird and it was uh, hilarious to listen back to later. I mean, we even like talked about divorce in the discussion. And I think that that would have been beneficial for people to hear that, like, you know, it's okay to discuss divorce. And you may be listening right now and be like, whoa, bro. But, you know, if you're ever at a point in your relationship where it's just not working, then you need to figure out a solution or figure out what your needs are. And so Katie was essentially asking what I needed. And, you know, we got to a good place where I felt like essentially my needs were that I just didn't feel seen by her. She's a, a individual who is very busy and she's talked about that multiple times on the cast that she busies herself up. And so sometimes it just makes me feel like, where do I fit into your life? And that we found out through just fighting, arguing that that was kind of a deeper issue. And so we were able to talk through that, but if you're not able to work through some of that stuff, therapy is really helpful. And if through therapy, you may discover that it's just not something that you can control and try to force to work. All right. Thanks for listening. Y'all cheers. 
If you are continuing to dig these episodes, you can write us a review at Apple Podcasts and let us know what you think of the show. If you want to pick up some of our merch, you can do so at allegorianelm.com slash shop. You can get a shoot the shit and be real hat or a tri-blend shirt. If you want to connect with us on Instagram, Katie is at Embrace Yourself Whole. Andrew is at Allegory and Elm. Thanks so much for listening. Your story matters. Cheers. Cheers.